Welcome to this episode of Phantom History, an episode of which I'm particularly proud because my guests were able to show me firsthand the location featured. The full interview and videos of my own exploration of the building are available to Patreon supporters at phantomhistory.com Patreon. Thanks to those supporters, and please consider joining and supporting the ongoing production of this podcast. Enjoy the episode. When the contractor realized he needed some extra parts to fix some of the doors in the old bar, he didn't hesitate to go downstairs to get the hardware he needed. It's a job he had done countless times before in old buildings that needed to be maintained or renovated to keep up to the codes of the modern era. So, a day at the Slippery Noodle, Indianapolis's oldest and longest-running bar, was par for the course for him. But his experience that day was anything but. As the story goes, the contractor made his way down the narrow stairway alone and into the basement of the old bar to find the appropriate hardware for the doors awaiting his attention. When he reached into the box holding what he needed, he says another hand was already inside, reaching toward him. I'm Steve Blanchard. Welcome to Phantom History. The Slippery Noodle Inn is one busy place. And why wouldn't it be? The bar with a euphemistic name offers live blues every night of the week on at least one of its two stages, a robust menu, and a full bar. It's a staple of Indianapolis nightlife and is considered one of the top blues bars in the country by Rolling Stone magazine. The building that houses the Slippery Noodle in Indianapolis, Indiana is old. In fact, it's the oldest bar in the city and has served the population there since it opened its doors in 1850 as the Tremont House, a tavern owned by a German immigrant. The building standing on the corner of South Street and South Meridian Street has expanded quite a bit over the years, but that original building is still there, and, according to some, so are the ghosts of its past. Michael and Nicole Kabrowski are historians, authors, paranormal investigators, and owners of Unseen Press, historic Indiana ghost walks and tours, who have not only researched the eclectic history of the Slippery Noodle, but have thoroughly investigated it as well. It's a great building and we investigated formally one time on, on Easter Sunday because they're closed that day, so it makes it a little easier to start early. It's such a cool history too. It, being the oldest bar in Indiana, still operating. They've added on over the years. It's just started with a smaller building in front. They added on space for more dining and for more rooms to rent upstairs. And then add another building in the back that I think first was a shop actually, according to the sandborn maps, and then later became a stable. Changed a lot over the years as well because the rooms upstairs were very small. So when more hotels were built, they weren't rented out for renters anymore, but for prostitution. And that caused some issues there. Those issues, as Michael calls them, range from trouble with the local law enforcement agencies, rowdy guests, and jealousy, which may have led to one of the building's earliest acts of violence. It was kind of like a, a side uh, organization that was going on there with, with the prostitution. Mm -hmm. And it did cause it to be shut down as well for, for a spell and ownership changes happened as well. Because of it, um, there was one guy that was going to marry one of the ladies and um, 
he said it was still okay for her to work there while they were trying to save up enough money for a nice honeymoon and, and buying a house. But there was one customer of hers that he didn't like. And um, he said, don't see him anymore. And he heard that she was still seeing him. And he went up to her room in the middle of the evening and opened the door, found him together, got his knife out and stabbed the guy several times, pulled the bloody knife out, walked with the bloody knife down the stairs, through the bar, stabbed the bar counter with a bloody knife, and then walked out. While the top floor of the building has a less than reputable past, the owners of the Slippery Noodle acknowledge it and even have a room on the floor dedicated to representing what those Bordello-era rooms may have looked like. It's a focal point for paranormal investigators, and according to Nicole, there's plenty of evidence pointing to the presence of at least one of those women in the room. One woman many refer to as Sarah. Yeah, when we went, when we did our investigation, the, the, the Easter Sunday night, my, uh, my uh, ex-daughter-in-law was with us. She was actually sitting in the room that was set up like a room might have been set up at that time. You know, very simple, not anything fancy, right? And we were using dowsing rods and we were talking to, uh, I believe her name was Sarah. And she said, she said that she wanted Megan to get out of her room because she was afraid that Megan was going to steal her stuff. And so there was a little hiding place down underneath the floor that they yeah. had open to show. Yeah. And she, you know, so Megan kind of scooted, you know, we we're all sitting in the circle and she's kind of half in half out. So Megan was, you know, much younger and everything pretty and all of that. And so scooted out of that room. And then I, I asked, I was like, is that better? And she, she crossed the rods. According to the Kabrowskis, the spirits of the former Bordello that dwell within the Slippery Noodle don't only show themselves during paranormal investigations. In fact, even those who aren't on a quest to discover ghosts have encountered strange occurrences on the upper floor. A good friend of ours, he used to service fire extinguishers. And so they had fire extinguishers up in the rooms that used to be rented out for the ladies, and now they have it for storage and and all of that. So he was up there and one of the one of the guys that was in there said, you know, well, it's up here, you can go ahead and go up there. And he went upstairs with him, opened the door, and then just kind of backed off to the other side of the hallway, which is not very large. And my friend thought he, you know, he thought it was weird and he went in there and he started servicing and the guy like left. And he's like, fine. And all of a sudden my friend felt that it was getting cold in there and the door closed. And he's like, okay, well, old building, whatever. I'll just, you know, and, it, and it's cold in here. And he goes, it got ice cold in there. And he's like, this is not right. And, and so he decided to try to open the door and he couldn't get it open. And he rattled the door and all of this kind of stuff. And it, it, you know, and he started banging on the door and then all of a sudden it just popped and it was no longer cold. And so, you know, he was finished by that time and he was just like, fine. And he went downstairs and he goes, what's up with that room? And he's like, yeah, I don't go in there. The, the ladies let you know when they do not want you up there anymore. As with many buildings in the Midwest, basements are a staple, and the Slippery Noodle is no exception. Since the original building was constructed in 1850, the basement has been used for multiple purposes. Currently, it's used for storage, but it has also been used to move liquor during Prohibition since it connected to a network of tunnels under Indianapolis. And those tunnels could have been why the inn was a significant stop along the Underground Railroad, where former enslaved people would seek respite before catching transportation to Canada during the American Civil War. 
there was an underground railroad connection possibly too in the years before and during the civil war partly came from the guy that worked there he was an african-american formerly enslaved person that george is what they call him and he has been seen too and uh, it's a little hard to believe there might be underground railroad connection in a bar in the middle of downtown but they did have tunnels yeah. uh, still do some and they could have helped and Sometimes hiding in plain sight helps, of course, too. The basement is also home to human remains, or at least it was. According to both Michael and Nicole, the slippery noodle sits in a particularly low-lying area of Indianapolis, which can be prone to flooding. After one particularly rainy year, the basement flooded, and as the water receded, a piece of the inn's past revealed itself in a not-so-subtle way. It flooded in the basement a lot. It's a pretty low part of downtown. And so they had to seal over that area after a flooding. Um, when the water was still there and going down, they noticed that there's a puddle left from the flooding and it's about uh, four or five feet long, foot and a half wide. And when the water receded more, they looked and the owner said, oh no, not again. They had found human remains in the basement before and they found some more there. They said they, they got him out and, and gave him a real burial, but I don't know. During one investigation, separate from Unseen Press and Nicole and Michael, a psychic explored the basement and said that she picked up on a strong energy in the basement and even saw in her mind's eye a hand reaching up through a paved over portion of the basement where the human remains were found a few years earlier. That was one area of particular interest for Michael when he investigated the inn on Easter Sunday along with his group. And he's certain he experienced some paranormal activity there, or at least heard it. I was sitting in a room that um, they use it for storage right now for, for old chairs they have. And I was all by myself and turned my flashlight on, set in the total darkness. And I heard footsteps and that's a hallway that's still there that looks original with gravel, third floor. It has several rooms there, like in an old 1840s building with wooden doors. So I heard the gravel footsteps. I got up, turned my flashlight on down the hallway. Nobody was there. Footsteps had stopped. Set back down. A couple minutes later, it happens again. I got up pretty quickly, turned my flashlight on again, trying to catch the footsteps this time. Footsteps stop again, but they move this time and then all of a sudden I can hear them right above me on the wooden floor in the front room of the bar and heavy boots sounding footsteps. I don't see much as much as other people. I hear more and that one was was pretty impressive. Michael said he immediately texted his teammates who all confirmed that they were not directly above him on the main floor of the bar. Nicole said she also had a strange experience in the basement, which she describes as an encounter with a 3D shadow figure that multiple team members also saw. But that was nothing compared to what one contractor experienced while working on the Slippery Noodle a decade or two ago, she said. In the early 2000s, um, they were doing some work on some of the old doors and they needed some of the parts. And this this guy that was working on the doors, he and, and, and this guy, is is a pretty you know well-built guy you know you would not i mean if you're going to be stereotypical you wouldn't have thought that he would have had a, a 
bit of fear in them and everything and former military and all of that. So if you're going to go down the stereotype road, you know, and he said that, yeah, I know where all of these bits and pieces for the door are. I'll go down in the basement and get them. And he was like, I know this basement like the back of my hand. So I just walked down the basement stairs and there's several ways to get to the basement. But he said, I went down the stairs and I knew where the box was and I just reached in the box and, and there was another hand in the box with him. So he like pulled his hand back out, ran upstairs and he's like, yeah, you guys can go down and get that shit now is exactly what he said. What could be lurking in that basement? Is it the spirit of George, the African-American employee who helped former enslaved people find freedom on their way to Canada? Or is it the spirit of whomever's remains were discovered during the flooding of the basement? The haunting could also be linked to a one-time employee of the bar who committed suicide in the same space near where Michael heard strange footsteps. It's nearly impossible to know, but for Ken Trulock, a friend of Nicole and Michael's who is also sensitive to the paranormal experience, he is certain the basement is filled with an energy that is linked to the inn's darker past. There was one room where they found human remains and it was the same room that they talked about where the employee had committed suicide. Um, I had no idea which room they were talking about. Uh, there were a lot of rooms down there. And when I walked into that room before he opened his mouth, I was kind of tapping Nikki on the shoulder and saying, I don't know what's going on here, but I don't like this room and I need to get out because it, it was an overwhelming feeling of death, confusion, fogginess is a word that came to mind. And as soon as I backed out of the room, I was fine. And I could not step into the room. It was, it was just, it was so overwhelming to my senses. It was making me nauseous. The members of the Unseen Press Paranormal Investigative Team caught strange sounds, photos of unexplainable mist, and communication with the spirits through the use of spirit boxes and dowsing rods during their exploration of the bar on Easter Sunday. They are convinced that spirits can be found throughout the building, and their access to it is unprecedented, mostly thanks to the Slippery Noodles manager, Marty, who, according to Nicole and Michael, has experienced his own share of hauntings during his tenure there and welcomes any answers an investigation can provide. There is a guy back there that does not like Marty because he does not obey him. So we were kind of very interested in the area and we took quite a few pictures. We didn't get much more than that uh, miss, but that guy that kind of upsets Marty is, was a foreman back there. He used to work there in the stables. He had his cash box upstairs in the, in the hay. And um, Marty had two different psychics over the years doing tours they gave there for a radio station. Tell him that there's this one spirit back here, big guy, pitted face like he had uh, smallpox or whatever. And he really doesn't like Marty because he never follows his orders. He always uh, does his own thing and he thinks he's supposed to work for him. And the first psychic that, that told him about it said, when you, when you feel his presence, and Marty said, yeah, I can feel my hair standing up in the back. He said, when you feel the presence, go yell at him and tell him you're the boss now. And then 15 years later, so another psychic came through. She was from New Orleans and she noticed the same guy, same description. And uh, she said that every other spirit kind of respects Marty. 
The Slippery Noodle Inn, the building with the funny name that has been family-owned since the mid-1960s, continues to thrive as a blues club, restaurant, and bar. It's listed on the National Register of Historic Places and has served Indianapolis in a variety of capacities and under many different names. It was a roadhouse and bar when it first opened its doors in 1850, and became known as one of the first German clubs of the city and once sported the name of the Concordia House, named after the first German Lutheran immigrant ship to land in the New World, the Concord. It was called the Germania House until the beginning of World War I when it was renamed Beck's Saloon and prior to Prohibition it was Moore's Beer Tavern and then Moore's Restaurant when alcohol was prohibited. Whatever its name, the building that has been home to the Slippery Noodle for nearly six decades has a unique history that contributes to the culture of Indianapolis and a spiritual energy that continues to flourish. We think that wherever there are people, wherever there have been things happen, good or bad, wherever there's been life, is where you're going to find things. We believe that, you know, organic things can hold vibrations of the past and you can get your residual hauntings and things like that. This episode of Phantom History was written, produced, and edited by me, Steve Blanchard. Thank you to Michael and Nicole Kabrowski of Unseen Press for not only sharing their expertise on the Slippery Noodle and all things Indianapolis, but for the in-person tour of the Bar and Inn. You can sign up for your own tour with Nicole and Michael, as well as purchase their books at unseenpress.com. Thank you as well to Ken Trulock, who shared his experience touring the basement of the historic inn. Music for this episode was provided by Silverman Sound, Raphael Crew. Purple Planet Music, and Chad Crouch. Follow Phantom History on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to keep up with the latest episodes and sign up for the podcast's official newsletter at phantomhistory.com. And remember, Patreon supporters of the podcast gain exclusive access to full interviews, photos, videos, and more. As always, thanks for listening.